so we're out here at the what is what is, what is Nat's music company called? On, on, on vinyl, vinyl media. On vinyl media. I apologize. But thanks to Nat with On Vinyl Media, we're out here with what was the artist names again? Shanzian. Shanzian and Ashmar Mosby. Ashmar, just because I don't want to butcher those. Oh, no. <laughs> she had Lauren had to spell that out for me, so oh, I no. make sure I get that due credit. You're good, bro. So what's going on for South by Fruit, uh, you guys this year? I mean, we had a show on Friday. The night. Okay. Uh, we played at Swan Dive, which is on Sixth Street. Yeah, yeah. It's in like Red River. It was live, man. I say Swan Dive's a good venue. We we vendored some smaller stuff there, so we're always stuck in the dark back corner. But I gotta say, as a venue, congratulations no, on that, that was, guys. Yeah, it, it was, was badass. Live. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. 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 So. The crowd was live too. Yeah. It was, it was a good time. Was there any other big performers going on that night? There's this new cat coming out. His yeah. name's Sam Houston. Okay. He is awesome. Nice. Yeah, I think you guys should. He's really good. Sam so you guys both work on independent projects, and then you said you kind of collaborate on a lot of stuff yeah. as well. Yeah, that's cool. What uh, what like are kind of some of your strong points independently versus like working together? So we we both got very different styles. <laughs> that's that's the thing. It's like if you. It, it, it like kind of represents our personality. Like yeah. if you get to know me, I'm like a really chill, mellow guy. If you get to know Jordan, Ashmar Mosby, yeah. you'll realize that he just rolls off the tongue. He just loves to turn up, you know. <laughs> no, I turn up. Man. And then you can hear that, but then it's like also you get the vibe of like whenever we hang out together, yeah. you know what it's like to hang out with us. Yeah. And so that's, I feel like that's what the music's like. Is yeah. you know we, we know how to keep it real, and then we also know how to have a, have a good time. Yeah. And that's like my music, like. I, I talk a lot about the, the stuff I dealt with growing up, like I had a lot of family problems and things like that, and uh, how that, basically music was like my outlet, that was the only way I was able to deal with any, any of those things without having like serious mental trauma, so like I like, let it all out there and like produce and do all that, did it for me, and then like we connected in high school, I, I, that's, how, that's how I met Ashmar, yeah. and uh, that was like the linking point, and then he, he, you know, he went through a lot of stuff too. And then, I don't know, I feel like our producing, our instrumentals, it's like our illustrations of like how all the things we've gone through and how like we're like trying to make light of it, you know, by making music. Because like, I, I mean, like you said, just to piggyback on what he said, uh, we're both, I was a military brat, so my dad was in the military for 20 plus years, and like, the only thing that kind of gave me, you know, joy was music just from a young age. My dad's Jamaican. And so you would play reggae or jazz around the house. And growing up, I didn't have a little brother. I had little cousins, but like not a little brother. It's a different, you know. Yeah. It's a different connection you have, you know. He's about to go there. He's about to go there. That sucks, right? So yeah. like we were like, I don't know, just growing up listening to different type of music. Yeah. Uh, one thing I was just always happy all the time as a kid. So I was like the black sheep. Everybody's all militant and like do push-ups. I'm like, let's have fun, guys. Yeah, I think like, me and you're on the same boat. Yeah, I come from a military family. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Mr. Mrs. Sir. Yeah. No, so I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Dad, oh, dude, I had to practice my military Delta alphabet. Echo yeah, dude, I got to about uh, Echo, and that's when it dropped off. Now I'd start making stuff up, like, uh, Zelta. <laughs> like, yeah, you know it's not Zelta, you're combining two. I'm like, uh, I'm trying to stall for some shit. That's dude, for real, shit, yeah, though. my Uncle Danny, but hey, what's the military A's, A, B's, and C's? I'm like, oh, shit, Alpha, Beta, Bravo, Charlie. Really I'm like, and I start combining shit, I'm like, oh, dude. Though. It's a real thing. Dude. Yeah. It's like, so like growing up, you know you got like, a military family. And that's a priority. It's like, did you learn your military alphabet, brother? Not just that, bro. Like sometimes my dad would just talk to me about anything, and he'll yeah. say that shit like that. And I'm like, dude, why? Like <laughs> that's so much harder. It's just yeah. one letter, bro. Chill. You'll always do that shit. <laughs> you're not on like an official exactly, radio control. Like, you're not like military base plans. I'm your son. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, right. Shit, we're watching no, Star Wars. They're probably bro, paranoid. Chill. They probably think everything's yeah. wiretapped. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> true. But yeah, like growing up, and then he came around to the military base yeah. later in life, my senior year in uh, high school. And uh, the funny story, this is a funny ass story. 
We have those like little like liquor stores, if you will, called Shopettes. That's where you have on military bases. Where everything's and, cheaper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. It's like yeah, it's like a convenience store, if you will. And they had a Pizza Hut installed, like uh, put in the very front of it. And Shanzian was like chilling. We we had mutual friends, but he was chilling with the friends, and I walked up there, and like he. <laughs> Somebody was playing an InSync song or something like that, bro. And like I thought out he fucked with InSync, and for some reason it made me like, y'all fuck with you, man. Like, and, was like, and all my friends were like, but it's InSync. I'm like, fuck you, bro. Like, bye, bye, bye. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, we're like, what's up, bro? That's like, love right there. Yeah. And then like found out like so that was when we first like connected, and then come to find out we live right around the corner from each other. From a city that's about 35 minutes away from the military base, and we lived right around the corner, so we just started linking up, and like he's been like, I don't know he like filled that void for not having a little brother, just like musically, and it was like it was like awesome. Like my dad knows him, his dad knows me, and we've just always been cool. So my hype, I've always been a hype ass motherfucker. He's always been a chill ass motherfucker. We love each other's music, but when we come together, it's like a whole nother thing. But that's so. the, that's the funny thing. People always used to ask like, why we hung out with each other. Yeah, they're it like, never made sense. It's a counterbalance, man. Yeah. They're yeah. like, yo, big black ass, yo, <laughs> <laughs> little brown dude, y'all kicking it. I'm trying to see y'all rocking out to NSYNC and that. That's the only thing I'm not. You got not, to, bro. Yeah. Oh, why not, bro? Justin Timberlake. <laughs> you got no bro. idea. Okay, yeah, Justin Timberlake, I can understand, but the rest of the guys. But bro, not. okay, but if you listen, dude, to my shiny teeth and me, Chris Kirkpatrick. Come on. Yo, I thought you were trolling me, but that's some real name drop right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They go hard, man. Yo, I thought it was disrespectful that Joey's last name was Fatone, but it was really fat one, bro. That was rude. Really? Yeah, he was the yeah. biggest one. I was like, that's messed up. Like, his name's Fatone. Yeah. But it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, you're yeah. some real fans. That's loyalty. Right there. Yeah, bro. Yeah. This is real, man. Well, to be honest, the first album I ever bought was N-String, No Strings Attached. Yeah. Like, I just... I fucking love pop music. Is that the one where they were puppets, obviously, yeah, right? Yeah. And they were on the stage. Yeah. Wow. See, you know, you like know your shit too, man. Yeah. You know your shit. Now I'm seeing it. Too. He's like, oh shit, I'm about to. He's like, well, I did. Like, I, did. I, did. I didn't. I'm like, I didn't have yeah. that either. Yeah. Like, put my Rolls seats away. Yeah. Poster and shit. Like, hey, like, come on. <laughs> Just don't come to the office. You'll see that. <laughs> no, but yeah, fucking insane. Yeah, fuck with we Hey, no, hey, dude. To NSYNC. Wow, where's the visual aid on this shit? Right. Mind fucking blown. Right? For, there, for those of you who are only listening to audio bass, <laughs> y'all lost the fuck out. So what is it y'all do full time besides uh, jam and sync? <laughs> you know what we're all talking I haven't that heard an NSYNC song in so long. <laughs> I haven't heard an NSYNC song legit in a while, bro. It's been a minute. Um, nah, we have like... Everyday jobs. Yeah. Hey, pay. I respect the hustle. That's what it's about, man. What is it you gotta do? It sucks. What is it? <laughs> when Chucky Black said he was working at a card store, so I mean that's real shit, I man. Work, the struggle's real. I work for a visual or video co- uh, yeah. conferencing company. Okay. I'm not gonna drop the name because I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> I respect that. This is me in that bio in five years <laughs> yeah, when you're rich as fuck. And you're I'm like cussing your boss out <laughs> on loudspeaker. I'm just saying, I don't fuck with them, but yeah, I work yeah. for a video conferencing company and like. I just fucking just want to quit, bro. My like, yeah. I don't know. Music is my life, bro. Do you not? Like do you take a break? Either y'all mess with Casey Neistat by chance? I know about him. He's a YouTuber. It's just one of his main things he's always pushing is because like when he was super young, he had to wash dishes. When he was like his son was first born, he was like seventeen or whatever. And he was always saying, "Man, washing dishes really helped me learn what I like." He's like, "Washing dishes twelve hours a day teaches you to really think about what you enjoy to do with your yeah. time, so what you aspire." So I come from like a restaurant bartending background. And I, like, I remember the last time, like, I'm done serving y'all on a Friday night. Yeah. Like, I love you. I appreciate the money. But, like, 
I am done coming to work at five o'clock and being the one that serves the drink. So I think there's a huge part in that that goes like as much as you may not like that hustle, that's what kind of in, you know inspires you to maintain the for music sure. aspect. For sure. I mean, the, I don't know. Everybody has to go through it too. Yeah. You know, like you you got to deal with life first off, and that's basically what we're doing right now. It's like we gotta we gotta survive, but you know, music is still definitely like you know what we're passionate about, yeah. what we're gonna keep doing like forever, basically. That's true. Yeah. For sure, and then I guess it comes the struggling part, where it's like you don't really want to be proud of your hustle, but at the same time, that doesn't sell the artist side. Yeah, I mean, exactly. There's like there's like a weird stigma with like actually like owning up to the fact that you have a regular nine to five and you're doing this. But like yeah. a lot of people come from that background. Like I think one of the biggest things that inspired me when I went through college and everything was knowing that John Legend worked at BCG, a consulting firm, before he finally took off with his music career, when Kanye found him and all that. Like, he was just doing his regular nine to five, and then all the while keeping up with the music. It's like, you gotta do what you gotta do until it finally takes off. Like, I don't know, I'm all for like, you know, jumping and taking the risk, but it's like, if you can't pay next month's rent, then it's like, you got bigger problems to deal with. It's that hard balance though, because it's like, you want to stay dedicated on the main project, but at the same time, it's like, you got rent, so it's like, what is, What's the point of like continuing to pursue something if you can't maintain just the, the basic structure? It's crazy because yes. I kind of have like a, it, I, it's, I don't know like I understand. Don't hold guys, back, bro. I understand <laughs> you guys' point, but I feel like that's the risk that would scare me into being the best at what I can be at. You know what I'm saying? Like taking the risk to be like, oh, I can't pay next month's rent, and then be like, you say that I'm it. the exact opposite. I respect where you're at. I would. I don't know, man. Because I just want, bro. Like this is, it's just like. I've seen too many people like in this industry or want to become in this industry and like they they're trash and but they take <laughs> but they take that risk which shows like that that adds a lot to your character in my opinion. So like but it's it's shitty because even though I feel that way I still have that little thing in my head like but bro what about next month's rent like in my ear and I'm like I know bro I know but I don't want to do this like I want I want to struggle to the point that it's scary, but I fucking made it, and I'm able to pay them back from last month's rent. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, that's an optimistic twist. You're like, I'm gonna continue to hustle, but you know what's gonna work out. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 yeah. I feel like with all that, it's definitely like a part of the journey because everybody, everybody hits that point where they figure out for themselves. You know, that's true. like at some point, like you, you flip the switch, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna do this full time. That's when you know, like, you can go all in on it. Yeah, some random shit just fell on the back. <laughs> I think it was a fake ass leaf. <laughs> <laughs> the tree. Yeah, right. No, no, Props but I, I think that's definitely a part of like an artist's career. Like you know, a lot yeah. of artists, the reason they're fucking artists is because they deal with struggles every that's fucking true. day, and that's the only way they, they you know express themselves. And like this is a part of the struggle right now, you know, figuring out how the fuck do I leave like doing something I don't want to do to like fully commit to what I do want to do. Yeah, and, and it sucks to think that's what could hold you back from that 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 iceberg of a moment. Where, like that's my breakthrough is the fact that I was more worried about my rent than my dream. Yeah, but I guess I don't know. I'm like I'm on the crazy spectrum. Where I'm, like, I'm just not gonna sleep. I'll give sleep up. Exactly. But those then it's are, like then, then your quality you control kind of goes down, and it's like yeah. your your level of excitement, your your um, just your thoroughness. Yeah, so, something's always at balance. I feel like with all the you know, as passionate I am about music, I'm like, I feel like I'm equally passionate about being successful, and like I, I'm always like studying other people that have like been to the places I want to go to, and it's like, I don't know, you've with what you just said, like you've got to make those sacrifices. You've got to sacrifice your 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. where you could be just like watching Game of Thrones or watching House of Cards. You got to fucking take that time and work on your craft and get better at it because that's the only thing that's actually gonna like. I don't know. I think hard work is honestly what separates people from like being successful. Yeah. 
to be honest. Like to be honest, yeah. If you, if you suck it, if you suck at whatever you want to do, honestly, if you work hard at it, no matter. Like I, I feel like it's inevitable. You're gonna get better at it eventually. You know, something's gonna catch on, or you're gonna. I, yeah, exactly what you're saying. It's gonna it's gonna build to something. I think consistency is the ultimate key. You don't have to be the that's, smartest and that's the richest. Yeah. Like if you consistently show we up to the game yeah. and you practice, then at bat 400, 500, something's bound to happen. Exactly. But the people that get discouraged at 200 or 50, yeah. they're not, they don't really stand a chance. That's like our that. main thing. Main What's crazy is, is like what, what we're talking about right now is what we talk about every day. Seriously. We're just like, damn, like what do we gotta do to like Seriously. figure this, this shit is out? Like, a, like you're literally <laughs> preaching to the choir. Right? <laughs> yeah. We talk about this literally every day. Yeah. Mention something about something. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If I'm at work, I get a ping from <laughs> it's like, bro, we gotta get this shit done, bro. <laughs> we work we work in two different companies, but we have each other on on each other's Skype. Oh, yeah. And we were like, 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 like fuck this job. Shit's weak, you hate this shit. I'm fucking sick of traveling, bro. I'm like, I know, bro. And then your boss chimes in, he's like, get back to work, like, oh, this must be a glitch. People are hacking my account, y'all need to hit up IT. Your IT department's dropping the ball and shit. I don't feel safe here. <laughs> For real, <laughs> for real. But yeah, man, that's that's our number one struggle right now is having everyday trouble. Yeah, because I'm taking up time. That's all. Just stuff taking up our time to actually get shit done. One analogy: we work with a lot of athlete sites. I always think like you know you have the pro driver that becomes a mechanic full time yeah. to try and pursue his pro driving career. So it's like, how do you manage the pro driver without becoming the mechanic? Because to become a pro driver, you need the car, you need tools. So you do mechanic jobs on the side, which then forces you into a a cone of that nine to five, which takes away from your passion. So it's such a hard balance talking to talented people that are like, how do you maintain that fine line? That's yeah, epic. I don't. Yeah, I mean, no, no, that, that shit's tough because, like, for us, like, we both, we don't, we don't have anybody else produce our music. We don't, we don't outsource it. Yeah, we're our we own do it producers. all. Our, yeah, and that's like the hardest part of actually making music. I think is because we're so critical of ourselves to where it like kind of hinders us from like actually getting shit done because we're like, I don't know, I'm a perfectionist in everything I fucking do, and I gotta teach myself not to be that way just so I can actually, you know, progress and get things done. It's, 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 but it's, it's like such a it's such a shitty perspective when you're a creative thinker and you have no one like hey release it let go because you're like I could sit here for fucking five years and I could perfect this one track nine million times and then at the nine million I'm gonna scrap it all because I'm tired of looking at it exactly. and go completely different because yeah. we work with that on projects too and it's like at what point can I just dis disattach in a positive manner and let the system ride that out versus creatively just obsessing over a certain project and when you're independent, man, tremendous amount of respect because you don't have someone breathing deadlines down your back like that. That's got to be difficult, especially when you are the producer and like the, the artist. Yeah, the artist. It's true. Artist. Yeah. Have yeah. That's why you gotta build. That's why you gotta build a team, and that's why we got we got Lauren with us. That's why we got we got the boss right there. That's awesome, man. Um, so I, we touched on some of the events. You just had something on the ninth. Is there anything immediately kind of coming up that you guys have on the map right now? So right now, uh, I'm actually working with my first project. Mm-hmm. So release my first project. We're in talks with having like a uh, like a album release party and yeah. different things like that. Um, but I'm looking to release it the first within the first two weeks of April. Okay. So and that will be the sh- the the date for the party also. Nice. So and is that just a specific project for yourself? For then? me, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like if you look at like the full timeline of uh, what? 2018. Or just like how we've been working. Yeah. Like I, I released my first project in November 2016. Mm-hmm. Released some music videos uh, since then. And then now he's getting really ready to release his shit. So we're campaigning for his stuff. And then after that, we're going to be working on a collaborative project together. Mm-hmm. Just so what we talked about before. You know, the whole Big Boy Andre 3000 coming together. Yeah, that's, that was It's a phenomenal approach to have someone else in your, in your field. Do you guys kind of back each other like that? Yeah. 
and that's super cool to have like kind of a hype person to kind of back your project and then vice versa put the attention on the other man and kind of move forward for sure that's a cool way to look at it Mm -hmm. so have you guys done any kind of like like not viral but really popular songs together that we could kind of use as a point of reference to see your work i mean you got different tracks in mind we have pour me up if you want to we do got pour me up. Yeah, pour me up. That's a, that's a pretty dope song. Yeah. <laughs> pour me up. All right, so we'll have to check that out. Any, yeah, yeah, anytime yeah. you listen to like any song with me yeah. and him together, like it's just instant energy. Like, yeah. we, we have a song on my album called Outro. Yeah. I guarantee, like when you when you listen to that song, yeah. you're gonna want like throw some shit around. Yeah. And, like, just get fucking rowdy. Dude, that's like, how I feel about some like old school ludicrous song. Like, no. ooh, bitch, get out the way. That's like, what it is. Exactly Why is Nate exactly. so angry? Like y'all just listen to Luda. Like if you were listening to the fucking station I am, like you would be fucking swerving yeah. too, man. Yeah. No, it's true. That's exactly that's the best comparison. I got like a three and a half hour drive home, so I'm gonna be listening to some music. Man. Oh, I'm for be, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bump that shit. So, is there any social media you'd like to plug or anything for some of the people that got a chance to check out the? Yeah, I'm I'm really easy to find. Like my name is Shanzian. Yeah. As far as I know, I'm the only person in the world with that name. Yeah. That's, that's why it's my artist name. So Instagram. Uh, fucking Twitter, whatever. Like, you can find me on there. It was it your biological brother or your brother, like your friend brother, that gave you that name? Oh, my biological brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> gave my, me that I guess you touched on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty. Sick. That would be. I'm pretty kind of weird though. Like, oh, I named you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know you would have named you. So you would thank me for that later <laughs> on, bro. Yeah. You my parents before me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Crazy. What about yes. for yourself, man? Uh, my name is Ashmar Mosby. You can find me on IG at Elemental P. That's E L L A M E N N O P E E. That is my entire Instagram name. That's what's up. Thank you. That's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Nah, my whole message is like shit that made kids happy. I want to bring that shit back. But like for us as millennials if you will what's that like cause what's fucking adults that, don't know how to have fun they don't no more. know how to have fun they know how to hate they know how to hate they know how to hate cause they never did this yeah. shit themselves oh, yeah. so what's like something that comes to mind that you they, like kind of transpires to that project for instance oh just like what I was just yeah saying. yeah we're just bringing back the happiness well like for instance uh, so I'm a military brat right? yeah and the reason why I named my, sh- my shit Elemental P is because when I was a kid and I said the alphabet just like a lot of other kids I put L-M-N-O-P as one thing and I used to get my ass beat when I did it. But for me, I felt like that was just me doing something innocent, but I got beat for it. So just like little things like that, like got beat for, okay, my parents didn't beat my ass. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, like, I felt like my dad like took some spatulas, like, elemental peace, I mean, I got that yeah, shit. Exactly. I used to get, I think he used to get on me about stuff. Damn, it's beat. Silta, I bitch. Yeah. My dad's gonna hear that shit and be like, I beat your ass now? Like, yeah. like, he like pulls his belt out, like, I'm gonna beat your ass now. Like, damn, that's fun. No, but like, just little things like that, like imperfections, you know? Yeah, like, those are things sure. that you grow out of, but like, as a kid that would say it like that, he that he or she have been like excited saying the alphabet, and that one part got me in trouble, but it was like, but I was so happy at that one joyous point in my life. So I just try to bring stuff back that, like, as a kid, it can be anything imperfection, anything that's just, like, I just read, like, some, like, thread on Facebook, and you were, like, sliding through them, and it's all these different things from the 90s and 2000s, and I was like, damn, I remember having the damn Burger King watch with Rugrats on it, bro. Do you remember the Rugrat watches? They were, I like, definitely remember the Rugrats, but what was that stupid thing? It was, like, a keychain where you fed it every Oh, t- t- uh, Tamagotchi's. I, I, one of the, I saw pictures of that pop up. I was like, what the hell were Seriously, we thinking? Exactly. And that was in a McDonald's meal at one point. It was like an egg, and like every 12 hours you had to go back and but click a few buttons. But that shit made you happy. It was it pointless. It, it was whatever. That was but before that social. That was before you had likes and comments, and you would get back <laughs> so on the gram like and see that shit at triple digits shit and feel like special. That makes me happy, bro. I'm wearing a fucking Mickey Mouse yeah, jacket right now, bro. Like this shit, like, I'm a nice The nostalgic is here. I respect it. That's what it's about, man. I respect it. 
Honestly, I would bring back the pager if I could. Just to have one. Just to make people like look. It's like, that motherfucker really have a... It's like, is that charged? Like, people looking at it on his shit? Bro, they, had the like, old, uh, they had the old fucking... Um, Phone phone that was like see through, yeah, and all the different things, the other shit inside was different colors. That's you remember that? Honestly, I oh, kind of. Oh wait, though, hold on. Yes, it was like uh, it was clear. It, I know it, it was like red phone. and yellow. Yeah. It was really bright colors. Yes. My sister had one of those. Do you know, what my sister had yeah. one too. That's like when the clear fire, acrylic bro. was on fire because that's when they did the Nintendo <laughs> sixty four. Like fuck y'all with that gray one. I got that so orange. Insane. What's up? See My mom got I'm that Target saying, package. You're getting it, bro. It's you, I, I'm seeing it now. I just want to take you back to being a kid, but like still having a story. Yeah. Will you see me come through with my Apple Watch, but it's a pager next time? I'm fly. I'm texting. Hold on one second. Bro. <laughs> 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 nah, bro. That's, that's hard, bro. Dude, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to find one. I'll just charge it and like, leave it at that. That's just up. <laughs> My swag's yeah. be back when I come back in Austin. Yeah, I appreciate it. Bro, you'd be the swaggiest person if you came through with a dude, pager. Bro. I was looking over, I saw he had the Mickey Mouse. I was like, dude, is that retro or he recently uh, went? This is retro. Bro, <laughs> this $18 at Buffalo Exchange. What? I'm not even mad. Oh, dude. With the name drop. Plug, plug, Buffalo Exchange. <laughs> I'm on a budget now. and I still look good. <laughs> yeah. no, Malcolm Moore, you'd be proud of popping tags. <laughs> 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 yeah. Thrift stars or thrift shop shopping. Yep. Well, shoot. South by Southwest 2018. We got two phenomenal artists. I'm out here. Glad to add y'all to the Careless family. I appreciate the hospitality. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. Seriously, bro. y'all are awesome, man. Yeah. I hope to hope to see some more projects from both y'all. Very yes. Soon. Oh, you, you will. will. <laughs> it's just fun, man. Cheers, yeah. guys. I want to thank both of you.